0: Hey, it's Bowerly, not Tom Bowerly. Hi, I'm Dick Bowerly, in for my brother Tom, who's enjoying a a day off today. Uh, 803-0930 is the number to get on board. We're talking a variety, a litany, if you will, of holiday-related topics, and uh, maybe a few other things we'll we'll sneak across. Uh, One of the things we were talking about that I got some texts on were leftovers from yesterday are you are you a fan of leftovers are you not a fan of leftovers uh generally speaking I don't I'm known for being pretty fussy a pretty fidgety eater so I don't usually like leftovers I prefer my stuff to be fresh however however full disclosure tonight Mary and I are having leftovers but guess what we're having leftover pizza from the other night ha <laughs> We have nothing to do with nothing to do with turkey. Uh, we, uh, I, I did a really good job yesterday. By the way, we did something totally non-traditional for Thanksgiving. Uh, we had fillets for dinner, which I will say, uh, in all arrogance, I cooked and seasoned totally perfectly, and it was a nice change. Uh, I can have you know. We'll, we'll at some point we probably will do. Uh, we probably will be tur- uh, do turkey. Uh, a conventional turkey meal, uh, maybe on maybe on Christmas or something or Christmas Eve, I don't know. But it, we wanted we wanted to mix it up a little bit this year. So we decided that let's have some fillets. Now the caveat to that is the other reason that we wanted to have fillets, believe it or not, on Monday was a magical date for me and my wife. It was our 47th wedding anniversary. Yes, I know, Josh. I don't look that old. I know. Thank you very much. I appreciate the. I... It was more shock of just the length. Like that's that's so cool. Not 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 thinking like oh wow that's old. Like oh wow that's a really long time. That's really special. Well, thank you, and it certainly woke you up. I don't know what you were doing in there, but as soon as he heard the forty the forty seven, he like jumped five feet in the air. So congratulations to me. Congratulations to my to my lovely wife, and uh, let's hope we have 47 more. Yeah, 47 years. Three more, it'll be uh, 50. What's that, the silver or the golden or something? You I think wanna... that's the golden, because 25 is silver. Oh, really? So I'm heading towards a golden anniversary? Oh, my God, now all of a sudden, now I, now I super feel old. 803-0930 uh, is the number, and we're talking a little bit about holiday leftovers. We're talking a little bit about are you out shopping on Black Friday. We're also talking a little about uh, is that ritual of eating Thanksgiving dinner and then getting a lawn chair and sitting in front of your favorite store, is that gone or does that still exist? And because of the uh, shutdowns and stuff and you were forced to shop online, if at all, uh, have you maintained that with things being open? What are you doing? Let's see. Who is on uh, line one on WBEN? Tom?
1: Oh, Dick. Tom. Richard. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I in the air? Should I turn my radio down? (laughs) And how are you? I'm good. You can Uh, hang up and listen. (laughs) (laughs) I'll hang up and listen. So, anyway, I heard you talking about leftovers and uh, doing the non-conventional thing for Thanksgiving, and uh, we took uh, the old lady out for um, a restaurant-cooked Thanksgiving meal, and uh, most of the people at the table had uh, turkey. About about half the people at the uh, table had turkey, but uh, you'd be surprised. I'm kind of sick of turkey. I'm I'm kind of sick of being in the... uh, I don't know, in, in the turkey crowd, so had a glazed ham dinner. Uh, there were no leftovers. And uh, my son, of course, enjoyed a steak dinner. So we were a little bit non conventional, so don't feel bad about the uh, filet mignons, even though I'm sure yours would have been superior to any restaurant filet.
0: Uh, I don't know uh, exactly about that, but, Tom, i got to tell you, I have mastered the art of seasoning them and the proper method of cooking them. Thank God for YouTube, by the way.
1: Ah, well, uh, i tell you something, though. You are the one who taught uh, me the fine art of Italian sausage. And I just would like to make it clear uh, that if you're going to do Italian sausage, it has to be the green peppers and onions. The red peppers, I don't know why, they just... Don't do it for me. But I did have some breaking news that you're never, ever going to believe. And no, I'm not pregnant. (laughs) All right. Would would you like to know the breaking news?
0: Tom, I'm I'm trembling.
1: Okay. With all of the things on TV yesterday, when I called the old lady preparatory to picking her up for the Thanksgiving dinner, Of all of the things on this earth, what do you think the least likely thing is that she would be watching on television? A football game. The football game. You are one hundred percent correct. I almost had another heart attack because I'm calling up the old lady, trying to. And by the way, if you're listening and you're thinking that is so disrespectful, that is what we refer to her as in our family, and that is how she refers to herself as the old lady. Yes, so that is true. Not, it is not disrespectful. It's just that we have a very dysfunctional family. Um, you should hear what we call each other on <laughs> Christmas Eve. Um, <laughs> um, uh, but I'm, I'm going to try to have Indian food before the next uh, uh, Christmas Eve thing. But anyway. Please don't. Yeah. Have, have you gotten over that yet, by the way?
0: No, I think the uh, uh, my nostrils are still affected. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, the Battle of Tannenberg or Ypres, um might have come in second place to that particular evening. But So I, I call the old lady, and I don't know how many other people listening to the show right now uh, have a similar experience. But you have to understand, our mother would never in a million years watch a football game so when i asked her hey mom what what are you doing because you know you're about to get picked up we're going to do thanksgiving and she said i'm watching the football game now this is in the fourth quarter So she did have a chance to watch uh, the Bills, who are not going to win the Super Bowl this year, by the way. um, The Bills come back to beat the Detroit Lions, who were surprisingly good, or the Bills were just surprisingly off.
0: No, you know, Tom, I I, I do my uh, my weekly sports post on my Facebook page and I yeah. I forewarned people. I said Detroit is going to be a handful for the for the for the Bills. Do not think it's the same old Detroit Lions they had won 3 in a row putting up a lot of points. They got a lot of offense. So I was pretty nervous about this game and frankly when the fourth quarter started and Detroit went ahead, I said, "Well, that's it. It's over."
1: Well, I you know what? I, I will say that uh, despite being – we used to have a sports caller many years ago called Mr. Negative. So despite being always pessimistic about Buffalo teams' chances of, of winning, which is frankly, I think, a good psychological way of being, um, I actually felt I, – I don't want to say I felt confident, but I felt as though they had the right stuff to get it done at the end of the game. Um, Josh and Stefan, you know, obviously they linked up uh, – They uh, they they hooked up, and the uh, clock management at the end of the game with the game-winning field goal, which just barely sneaked past the upright, uh, that definitely led to uh, better vibes for the Thanksgiving dinner. But the fact that our mother... And don't know how many people listening have mothers who are least likely to watch a football game. The fact that uh, <laughs> the old lady was watching the football game was absolutely astonishing and amazing.
0: Now, Tom, I have a very important question for you. Since I uh, since I called you out a little once earlier, once
1: and it was Christmas Eve, and I was drunk.
0: No, no. Here we go. Okay. Are you still doing all your shopping on Christmas Eve?
1: <laughs> well, no, because here's here's the thing, and again, hopefully people can relate to this, as the kids get older, there's one universal present that is always appreciated, and it's easy to put in an envelope, and that is, of course, good old-fashioned greenbacks. Each child gets a dollar uh, for Christmas Day, which I think is uh, extremely beneficent, and uh, <laughs> and that is uh, no it's it's quite easy at this point to do one's uh, to do one's uh, uh, christmas shopping as you know we the siblings of the family we do not exchange gifts except for insults uh, and various cannonades. and certain glasses I still have those, you know. Well, I believe it's called a mug, and that is in uh, memory, of course, of our dear brother, Billy, who came up with uh, the expression, which uh, is actually a piece now of the Urban Dictionary, uh, the details of which I ought not to go into on WBEN. Probably not a good idea. Probably not a good idea. See, just, just remember, though, you hold the Trump card, and we're not talking politics, you hold the Trump card in everything because you have um, Christmas night of, what, 10 years ago on video?
0: Uh, yes, I do. I have got enough to blackmail this entire family.
1: Oh, it could be absolute extortion um, of the nth degree. But I, I was intrigued by what you were uh, what you were talking about. And uh, it, as far as buying for Christmas, now you at last count, you have what? 28 grandkids?
0: Uh, no, only six, Tom.
1: Okay, only okay, well, six, 28 doesn't really matter. <laughs> do, do, you, do you do your shopping in advance or or what's the deal?
0: Well, we have followed your lead uh, except for maybe the the youngest ones. I think that our older grandchildren who are would be four of the six appreciate uh you know, George Washington's and Ben Franklin's and such.
1: Ben Franklin's Ben well, Franklin's?
0: No, I'm lying about that one.
1: I was gonna say, you're giving away beaners. I wanna be there.
0: Yeah. All right. How about Andrew Jackson's?
1: Uh yeah, Andrew Jackson, yes. Yes. Possibly an Abe Lincoln and we're talking about the penny not the uh, not the bill <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, Well hey look uh, inflation's a bitch you know <laughs> <laughs> It certainly is I uh, filled up the uh, car today with gasoline and uh, I believe that will exhaust me until the next paycheck but um, in in any in, in any event um I don't know how many people listening can uh, have elderly parents who never ever ever would turn on a football game who actually are watching the Buffalo Bills this year but it's uh, it's incredible but something i don't know if if you've noticed this too but the uh, and, and look i hate i hate to say this and i know you're coming up on a traffic break um, but I, I hate to say this, but uh, at the beginning of the year, I cautioned people against uh, over exuberant expectations because the injury bug can always raise its ugly head and unfortunately to a disproportionate amount. Uh, this Buffalo Bills team has been affected by the injury bug, and not just to anybody, but the key players on the team.
0: Amen, Tom. Amen. And I, I, that's one of our topics for today, and I'm surprised I haven't gotten more, more feedback on that. Maybe people just don't want to acknowledge that they no longer are on the Super Bowl hype train. Hey, listen, thanks for calling, and uh, maybe I'll give you a call after work.
1: Well, only, I guess, if I'm really lucky, but uh, with with all due respect to the All-Star Project, of which you are one of the 18 guitar players, um, (laughs) uh, tonight it's uh, 45 RPM. Here they're really good. They do a lot of British invasion stuff, and when uh, Jay Desiderio invites you, you do not say no. Well, you uh, give me a full uh, review. Will do. And uh, don't forget that phone number, Dick. It's 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and one 800 616
0: Thank you, Tom. What fun talking to Tom. And uh, we, we were on the radio uh, together a lot way back in the old days, you know. We did a world-famous show that is uh, still chronicled, often imitated, but never copied, a show called Desperate and Dateless. And you thought the five was good? Well, you should have. You should have tuned into desperate and dateless. We probably uh, arranged more. No, never mind. I'm not even going to go there. 803-0930 is the phone number. Uh, I am Dick Powerly in for Tom, whom you just heard. Tom enjoying a uh, uh, a good night out, and somebody has asked a question. Tom, uh, where is 45 rpm playing? And I believe. You mentioned Desiderio, so if you Google there, imagine if you Google that band, you can probably find out exactly where they are playing it. A lot of people are thrilled that my mom was watching the Bills. That's pretty cool. Uh, congratulations to my wife and I for our longevity of marriage—forty-seven years—and they said that music and marriage can't work. Guess what? It can work if you have the if you have the right person, for sure. So we're talking a little bit of holiday spin. Uh, a very little bit, as Tom had brought up, about his prediction, and we'll record that, but I, I guess I have to say I agree with him, that I do not see, unlike how I felt, by the way, throughout most of the offseason, I, I personally just do not see the uh, uh, the Bills being able to, to get finally bring that Super Bowl Lombardi trophy to Buffalo this year. Uh, too many injuries. And it happens. You know, things are cyclical in the in the NFL. And the Bills actually for the last couple of years have been pretty healthy. And they have not had this kind of glut of injuries, especially to the main players. And I don't think that that bodes well. Plus, uh, it wasn't like teams like the Jets, well, of course, they have no quarterback, but they got a pretty good defense. But obviously Miami went all in. They went all in. Look at the people they signed, Hill and all the and then the trade they recently made in season with the Niners. I'm telling I hate to admit it, but Miami is a very, very strong team. And unless there's a blizzard up here when they come and they can't throw the ball, well then, you know, that that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough out. If the Bills aren't healthy, that's gonna be a very, very tough out. And if there is a blizzard, it'll probably end up being at Ford Field again. So it won't even be a home game, right? as I see it anyhow having a lot of fun today uh your view on the modern Christmas meaning the Christmas that starts after Thanksgiving that's the Christmas that I'm that I'm I'm referring to um and does it dilute your enthusiasm for the season now I'm not asking if it dilutes your enthusiasm for whatever religious persuasion you're in that's not the point um but obviously, the holidays are a, a social event, both within families and outside of families. So I'm just wondering, and, and I think it's, it comes at a personal level, too, where the holidays, to me, make me, always make me feel really good inside this time of year. And I am nostalgic. Uh, as I said before, uh, with apologies to Charles Dickens, I am the ghost of Christmas past. I really long for the days When Christmas was the way it used to be, kind of uh, when I was a kid, and really, you know, through my teens and uh, even into my thirties, you know, that was just great. It was a special time of year, and I just think that between the internet and all the political division or divisiveness, if you will, that's going on right now, I just it just doesn't feel it just doesn't feel good to me. Not not really at all. And we'll talk more about all of these heavy things after the break. And I am Dick. In for Tom, and uh, talk to you in a minute.
1: Jingle bell,
0: jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing and blowing up bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. 803 one of my all-time favorite Holiday or Christmas songs. Bobby Helms, Jingle Bell Rock. It was redone a few years back by uh, Hall & Oates. And uh, with all due respect to Holland Oates, nothing can match that original version of Jingle Bell Rock. And by the way, a little, little trivia. As I mentioned earlier, if you're into such things, uh, the guitar player on that was a guy named Hank Garland, who was a very celebrated guitar player. Uh, In in the Nashville area from uh, really the late 40s through the 50s, but in 1962, I think it was, he suffered a debilitating car accident and never played again, or was unable to play again. It wasn't that he didn't want to. He was unable to due to the injury. So Hank Garland, look him up. And, uh, you know, I think you can catch some of his stuff on uh, YouTube. Wonderful guitar player. In fact, you know, Josh, one other thing about Hank Garland. Do you know what famous jazz guitar player attributes uh, Hank Garland as being his major influence? His major influence? Check it out. George Benson, who in and of himself is just phenomenal. So if George Benson says... That you influenced him. That's that's a pretty, pretty high compliment. 803-0930. Uh, Tom wanted me to, to pass along to the one texture, uh, texture that uh, wanted to know where 45 RPM was playing tonight. Uh, Bobby Jays, is that correct? Bobby Jays, they will be playing. Uh, there, again, I'm part of the musical community, as you some of you may know, and uh, there is so much great music happening, uh, especially on the weekends and, and in some places during the week, like sportsmen and stuff. But there's something for everybody to enjoy. Great talent uh, all over the board. And I do encourage uh, everyone to support local music. And, you know, remember, guess what? The Beatles were once local music, folks. They played cover tunes. Yes, they did. You can check out some of that audio and some of the video. Um, If you are a fan of, like, the old-school Motown and R&B stuff, some friends of mine also are doing one of their shows at Classic. So if that's your bag, check them out. Otherwise, you can check the Gusto or check Facebook, and I'm sure you can find some place to go where you will have a great time tonight if you need a fix Of live music to maybe work off some of the pounds that you you gained yesterday speaking of which speaking of which are you going to be doing any kind of leftovers for dinner as I mentioned my wife and I are doing leftovers but it's a leftover pizza from like the other night that's going to be our dinner for tonight hey 47 years in and we appreciate junk food as much now as we did forty-seven years ago. It love love and junk food keeps a marriage strong, as I as I see it. 803 Eight oh three oh nine thirty. How has your day gone today? Uh, were you out shopping? Uh, are you doing more online shopping as a result of what you were kind of forced to do uh, during the uh, during the uh, pandemic and all the shutdowns? And uh, are you? A participant in the cult, uh, I call it the cult, are you a participant in the cult of Black uh, Black Friday? You know, I, I was reminiscing earlier how in years gone by, that was a really big thing with a lot of people, where they just love the challenge of eating dinner on Thanksgiving, bundling up, grabbing a lawn chair, and waiting in line with many, many other people for stores to open, and it was sort of funny. Sometimes the stores, uh, some of them, it kept opening earlier and earlier. As I recall, it was like, well, we're going to open at 6 a.m., and then some of the stores, not. we're going to open up at 4 a.m., and it got crazy, and there are people that they lived for Black Friday Eve or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Then again, it it wasn't for me, but I I do admire people that actually uh, felt that they needed to... They felt they needed to do it. I mean, maybe it was a sense of like, wow, this is going to be really, really hard. But I, I want to do it. I want to be able to tell people that I'm part of the Black Friday cult and that I can go and do this and I can I can survive. Let's go to Bob in East Aurora, who is now on WBEN with me.
2: Hey, Dick, how are you?
0: Good, buddy. How are you?
2: Well, I'm just uh, sitting here with a couple of friends and uh... – We actually watched The Big Lebowski last night. Oh, yeah. So we're having some white Russians. All right. And uh, icicles, uh, of course, from the house, because I live up on the hill by Emory Park for ice. Okay. And they're just delicious. And uh, I was going to comment on uh, the Black Friday and a, a Christmas song, but, you know, as far as the Black Friday goes, I mean, I'm not a super uh, search guy with the phone and all that business. But I think a lot of it is like, you know, I don't get the Buffalo news anymore. Uh, I mean, who does, you know? And I mean, I remember back in the days that, you know, when I did do a little Black Friday shopping, you know, it was based upon, you know, you'd lay out your ads and stuff and, you know, look at them. And I mean... I couldn't be bothered, you know, searching online for ads. But I used to like to look at the Best Buy, the Circuit City ads, even if you can remember Silo. Oh you know? yeah, and you kind of plan it out that way.
0: So you did do a little bit of Black Friday, but I can assume it sounds—it sounds to me, Bob, like you were not one of the people that were going to go after eating Thanksgiving dinner and sit out in the no, cold, fr- sit out in the cold for six no. hours. I,
2: uh they're they're animals I mean they remember when they you know i got thank God, you don't hear too much of this this these days, but no trampling anymore you know I remember people you know would be you know killing each other over TVs. <laughs>
0: no I, I and cabbage patch uh, patch dolls and all kinds of other crazy stuff I mean it wasn't for I, me I
2: either, mean, well, yeah, one of my things growing up I'm just I'm probably just a couple of years younger than you, but uh uh. I used Wanna to bet? <laughs> I, I, I I used to live for the brand names catalog. Remember brand names?
0: Hey, I got my first guitar in a brand names catalog.
2: So did I. It was a Telstar.
0: Yeah, mine was a nylon string acoustic that had action that was about five inches off the fretboard. Not exactly the perfect uh, instrument to try to learn on.
2: Cool. Uh, yeah, my parents got me a Telstar guitar. And a Vox amp with tubes, and my brother got a drum set, and we just drove everybody in the house crazy because there's all we knew how to play was "Smoke on the Water" and Iron Man.
0: (laughs) I guess you are younger than I am, so my apologies for uh, saying that you weren't. I remember. Listen, I (laughs) I don't want to get too far into the woods here, but I. Uh, I was already a working professional uh, when those songs were out. And I remember when Machine Head came out, uh, I-, I was one of the first people to buy it, and my band, we were the first band to play Smoke on the Water because we, we bought the record the day it came out, we learned the song that night, and we played it out the next night. Nice, so there. Nice. That's, why, yeah, I'm in the, that's my... why I'm in the Buffalo Music Hall of Fame, because we played Smoke on the Water before anybody else.
2: Cool. That was a great song. One of my favorite songs, and I think it was from, well, made in Tokyo, but I always like Lazy.
0: Oh, that's off, yeah, that's off that same album.
2: Oh, is it? yeah, okay. Yeah. But, I the, mean, who doesn't hear?
0: And then they had the, they had the, the, the live version. Now, listen, I'm going to pull all this together, because that's what I do. So let me ask you, are you a fan of of uh of people that are doing new versions of classic christmas songs or do you prefer uh the the original versions
2: well I'm um, you know i don't really like the original versions i mean i guess the best original version is uh the brenda lee i mean who, who doesn't like that um and I can't stand that Mariah Carey. If they start playing that, oh, my God, I'm going to take, take a Xanax and go to bed. Uh, my my favorites, I love how Keith Richards does uh, Run Run Rudolph. And I like, uh, I love that Don Henley Christmas song. That is fantastic. I don't know if Joe Walsh plays the uh, guitar on that? But are you familiar with that Don Henley Christmas song?
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's under the Eagles, though. so yeah, that would be John yeah, Walsh. Yeah, and... yeah, the
2: Eagles. Yeah, I wonder who plays guitar on that. Well, it'd be probably know.
0: Joe. Well, it'd be Joe Walsh probably, and oh, I Joe
2: Walsh and yeah, Felder
0: was, was probably still in the band at the time that was recorded.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: So yeah, okay, so. I got it. What's that? I was going to say no. I, I I see I see where you're coming from. I was referring more to not so much some of the newer Christmas songs that have come out. I agree with you by the way on the on the uh, Mariah Carey. I actually had to play that song at a wedding last December.
2: Oh my god. I hate that song.
0: Well, I just kind of did it on a, I was kind of in like robo guitar player during that song.
2: We, we're we're kind of watching all kinds of stuff on YouTube here partying and uh one of my favorite old bands was Grand Funk, but uh, we, we, we just came across, you know, that when you're watching that YouTube with the algorithms, it, it, I think there's cameras in the TVs are into your brain, it knows what you're thinking, and what popped up was that, did you ever see that video with, uh, I think it was Bing Crosby and David Bowie? Oh, yeah. Uh, pump, pump, pump. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: pretty cool yeah that's that's one that I could I can kind of sort of tolerate a, a little bit, but some of I just think that some of the songs really should be left it's the classic one should be left alone. um yeah, I will fight to the death on maintaining that Bobby Helm's version of uh Jingle Bell Rock is fifty times better than & Oates' version. I that's the way yeah. I feel about it, you know
2: definitely. Definitely, just, definitely, just, definitely,
0: definitely. Well listen, Bob, do definitely. not do not party uh too hard, but uh be safe up there uh you know in the hills where you live, and thank you so much for the phone call. Interesting. Very interesting. You know, everybody has such a different take on things. 803 0930 is the number. I am Dick Bowerly in for Tom, who is enjoying a a uh, a day off. And as somebody puts up, lucky kid he was getting that Vox tube amp. Yeah, there weren't a whole lot of those, uh, you know, around back in those days that were cheap. Most of them, you know, cost some serious money. They really and truly did. I didn't have a Vox amp. I have one now, but I didn't have one then. Of course, I have a couple amps now. I don't know why. Just (laughs) a bulimic. I'm I'm a bulimic buyer, I guess. AKA a a gearhead would be my guess. Let's go. All that being, all that important information being dispersed. You know, you know how they talk about survivor's guilt is is being a thing you know like if if you were and this is going to get kind of graphic but I don't care I have to make my point somehow but let's say you were in a a, a train wreck right and people around you passed away but you survived and you felt bad kind of uh, that you survived this tragic event and that's a real thing survivor's guilt is is a a real thing well, that's kind of how I feel about last weekend because I live, you know, up here in the North Towns and we really didn't get much at all. I mean, we maybe had 3 inches total. And now Saturday night when the wind kicked up, at one point I thought, "Uh-oh, we are getting it now" because I could not see across the street. I could not see literally, I could not see the house across the street. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, we're really getting it. And this was around 10 o'clock at night. It, It was blowing around for, you know, 10 to 12. But I didn't realize until I got up the next day that it wasn't new snow. It was very little new snow. It was mostly what was already on the ground from the day before simply blowing away. So there was not a whole lot of snow that we had to clear. Now, on the other hand, many of my friends live in the south towns. My daughter lives in the south towns. And they had like four and a half feet. Uh, Tim Wenger was telling me he had like close to five and a half feet in his driveway. So you know, I'm glad I, I'm glad I live up here. Although, if you remember last winter, it seemed like here in the north towns that we got the majority of the excessive snow, uh, snow uh, fall. So I don't know. You know, don't even get me started on climate change. Don't even get me started on that. I mean, it's kind of like any excuse that the people that are trying to divide us can get to make an issue out of a non-issue that we can't control. And I I know some earth science professors that are far more uh, informed on these topics than I, although I'm semi-informed, and they agree, look, at Mother Nature is going to do what Mother Nature is going to do. And there's very little that we can do to control it. Very, very little. So anything that's going on that you perceive as being bad is like a, you know, whether it be a hurricane, a blizzard, a tornado, whatever, chances are those same phenomena were happening a thousand years ago before there were carbon footprints and all this crap that you see and you hear about on TV. Um... You know, is there some truth to it? Maybe. Maybe not. But I'm more of the school that, you know, the earth is going to do what it's going to do. I mean, the uh, the woolly mammoths and the saber-toothed tigers, if they were around today, would they be bemoaning climate change, saying, hey, we're not here because of climate change? I mean, and, and what caused the climate change was just natural earth science, right? as I see it, and maybe I don't know that much. And I'm all for protecting certain areas of the uh, of the environment, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, to, to politicize it to the extent that it's been politicized, to keep people mad at each other and fighting each other, you know, I think is just uh, really, really a bad thing, especially during this season. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it that somebody on the national news was actually using – The blizzard that we had in western New York last week as a justification or a validation of their perverse views on climate change. Folks, we've been getting blizzards here forever. So I don't think that last week's blizzard had any more to do with climate change than any blizzard that probably happened here in 1340. I'm ranting, aren't I, as these hours come to an end? But that's okay. That's what I do. You're lucky I've got somewhat of a filter because I could really go on. But I won't because I'm in a good mood today, as I've been promising you. And what we're going to do now is uh, we're going to get an update about Von Miller and some other things from Tom Puckett, and we'll come in with the final hour after that.